today I have a very fun episode where I'm sharing my favorite wedding cocktails. If you love mixing it up and exploring different beverages like I do, you're going to love today's episode. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verb Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hey guys, it's Desiree. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to first give a shout out to our sponsors. The first is our own wedding planning template shop. Regardless of where you are in your wedding planning journey, this shop has tons of resources I created specifically for you based on a lot of the tools I use with my own clients. My most popular items these days is the ultimate wedding planning checklist for couples, no surprise there, and the wedding mood board template. The checklist is a game changer when it comes to knowing what to do and when in your wedding planning journey. And for all my decor-obsessed couples and fellow wedding pros, the wedding mood board template turns that messy Pinterest board into a cohesive and organized decor roadmap for your day. You can pick up these products and more in the wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. And don't forget to use my special podcast discount code, which is podcast10 during checkout. Again, use the code podcast10 at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. The second sponsor of our podcast is The Planner's Playbook. I have been in the wedding industry for almost five years and have been planning and executing events for over 15 years, and I am constantly learning and still trying to level up my game. Candice Coppola, who is the master behind The Planner's Playbook, is also my business mentor, and she has put together an incredible coaching program called The Planner's Playbook. Now, if you want to fast track your wedding planning career, This is your secret weapon to planning, designing, and coordinating magazine-worthy weddings. Seriously. It's designed for wedding planners who are five years or fewer into their business, and it will give you all the training and support you need for a multitude of things, including simplifying your planning process so you have a clear picture of how to work with your clients on any occasion or budget. It will also help boost your productivity with solid systems and processes that make wedding planning easy. I am a spreadsheet queen and Candace's spreadsheets are the bomb.com. So amazing. Every month you will receive a new playbook straight to your inbox and it will be filled with tangible and tactile advice on everything from how to plan a tented wedding to preparing client budgets, mapping out your client journey, all of the things. And the last playbook was over 70 pages of amazing information and I'm still going through it. How can you say no to this? Also, The doors to the planner's playbook open only four times a year, but you can ditch the wait list and join anytime by visiting my unique sponsor link. Imagine all of the things you could accomplish if you had the right resources and support to guide you. So if you want to learn more about the planner's playbook, head to verveventco.com forward slash planner's playbook. Again, you can skip the wait list and get instant access with my unique link by visiting verveventco.com forward slash planner's playbook. 
Now, the last sponsor of our podcast is Lovestream. I have used Lovestream with my weddings and my couples are so happy with it. Not to mention they have excellent customer service, which is huge for me. Now, even though we all thought we would be getting back to a quote unquote normal wedding, Luckily, Lovestream is a one-way, high-definition, high-quality way to stream your wedding and help your guests feel like they're still a part of the audience at your wedding, even though they're sitting on their own couch at home. Your guests click on your personal URL, and they're able to watch without logging in, downloading an app, or messing with their microphone settings. Seriously, how many times have you been in a Zoom meeting and someone forgot to mute themselves? Imagine if that happened at your wedding. True story. Now, if you are planning a destination wedding, they also offer all-inclusive live streaming destination wedding packages. I really like Lovestream because the platform is so easy to use for any size wedding. But what I love best about the company is their excellent customer service, which starts right when you visit their site and their live chat feature lets you ask questions before and after you book with them. Seriously, it's so amazing. Now, to get 10% off any Lovestream package, visit verveventco.com forward slash love stream and enter the code ask 10 for 10% off. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash love stream and use our code ask 10 for 10% off any love stream virtual wedding package. Thank you again to all of our sponsors and to you, our listeners. Without you, we wouldn't be able to have this show. I couldn't make all this free content without your support. So thank you so much for listening, subscribing, supporting our sponsors, and supporting the show. And now, on to today's episode. Hi, guys. Today's episode is another solo episode with me sharing with you all my favorite wedding cocktails for every season. I don't often or I haven't actually ever done a recipe episode. So if you like this kind of episode, definitely let me know. Um, and then I will definitely have more fun recipes to share with you guys if you are liking this type of content. A quick update before we get to today's episode. I don't know if you guys can tell, I do have a weird frog in my throat again. I woke up this morning, actually last night, I felt like crap. So I went to bed super, super early and I thought I was having a fever and like hot flashes, but nothing. Like I didn't actually have a fever. I just felt like it. So anyways, hopefully my voice won't die on us today. So bear with me while we record today's episode. Um, also, last week, I shared a wedding design with one of my 2023 couples, and they absolutely loved it. I'm not going to give too much away, but it had lilacs and lavenders, peaches and soft yellows, and it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. The bride always wanted to get married in May, but because of the weather that we have here in New York, the venue wasn't available until June only, so we were the first weekend in June, and she loves lilacs, so we're definitely going to have those. But in Rochester, they call them lilacs, which is the weirdest thing to me. I call them lilacs, but they call them lilacs, which is funny. I don't know. Anyways, Again, like I said, it's at an outdoor wedding venue here in New York that I'm at often, and the bride loves the natural look of wildflowers, but also Harry Potter, Bridgerton, and even a little Jane Austen. So we went with an outdoor garden party vibe for their rehearsal dinner, more on the casual side, kind of like on Bridgerton when they're playing croquet. And then we went with something more formal, but also relaxed for their wedding day. Nothing like what Queen Charlotte would do on Bridgerton, but still very elegant and refined, and it's going to be so beautiful. One of the comments the bride told me um, 
<clears throat> when we were looking at the design was, I love the amount of flowers that I'm seeing, which made me super excited. She also lined up her favorite swatches that I had sent to her of bridesmaids, dresses, and tablecloths, and then took a photo of all of them together, and it made her and me just really excited for what we're going to be picking out. That's a really great way of kind of visualizing your wedding when you're looking at the swatches all together. Um, obviously, there's a lot of other things going on. Also, my mom came up for the weekend last weekend because it's my daughter's first communion this coming Saturday. So she got to see my son play lacrosse for the first time. And guys, I have no idea how to play lacrosse other than like it's like soccer and uh, hockey. But it cracks me up because my son is only five and a half and he is so into it. It's not surprising because what other sport, I guess, other than football or rugby, is it encouraged to hit someone else with a stick? But if, uh, if there are any lacrosse players out there, feel free to DM me with any tips on how to help him. I don't know anything, but I'm learning a lot just from watching the practices and the games. Um, of course, they modify them, but he's super, super into it. So I'm very excited for that little development in our family. Um, okay, on to today's episode. As always, please don't forget to leave the show a review in Apple Podcasts and let me know what you think so we can adapt and make the show the best wedding planning podcast ever. Also, make sure you leave your Instagram handle if you're comfortable with it in your review. And if you're on TikTok, leave your TikTok handle and I will come follow you. And of course, I'll give you a shout out. Um, and speaking of Instagram, if you're one of my new followers on Instagram, thank you. Thank you so much and welcome. I'm so happy to have you. If you are have been around for a long time, thank you so much for listening and supporting the podcast. I love having you each and every week. I do my best to send a little welcome audio message to all of my new followers, but sometimes I can't keep up with it. Um, and then of course, IG doesn't tell me all the new people. So if you haven't gotten an audio welcome message from me, just send me a DM and I will make sure to record one for you. Okay, now on to today's episode, my top wedding cocktails for any season. Okay, so let's start this off by addressing what makes a cocktail seasonal and significant in the first place. First, you want to check out which ingredients are not only local, but also seasonal to your area of where the wedding is. Trust me, this makes all the difference um, in sourcing the products that are going to go into your cocktails and also just making them feel very um, seasonal and and on trend, I guess, for that for your location. Also really helps with the taste and making these cocktails even more mouthwatering and delicious. Okay, two, you also want a drink that embodies the essence of the season. So you don't want to serve something like hot cocoa in July because it just wouldn't make sense. So make sure you're choosing drinks that are festive for the season and then also kind of, if, if possible, reminds the guests of you. We'll get to that in a second. Okay, so on to our cocktails. First, for spring, um, the first wedding that comes to my mind that had some of the coolest drinks that we had was Holly and Dan's wedding. And I also interviewed Holly and Dan in episode 55. So make sure you check out that episode as well. They had drinks that were a little off the beaten path um, and super fun. They named them the Udon and the Kismet, which were named after their cat, Udon. And Kismet is a town where they met. It's on like Long Island. Um, it's on Fire Island, I think. Anyways, Kismet also means fate, which was a nice homage to their story and how they met. So that's why we named the cocktail the Kismet. 
Also, I'm going to include a photo of their really pretty custom menu in the show notes. So make sure you check it out. Oh, I think I forgot to mention the show notes can be found at episode, sorry, at verveventco.com forward slash 65. Again, it's verveventco.com forward slash 65. Um, okay, so for the udon, which is also basically a tart cherry smash, um, I'm going to share with you the recipe. So it is two ounces of El Dorado rum, which you could probably use another rum, but we had El Dorado rum, half an ounce of Red Jacket Orchard's tart cherry juice. And Red Jacket is a local orchard here in upstate New York, but they also have different juices. So that's why the venue chose the Red Jacket because it's supposed to have a tart cherry juice in the cocktail. And then you can garnish with a lime wedge and also a sprig of mint. And that's it. And it's so, so super delicious. Okay. The next cocktail was their Kismet. And essentially, the Kismet is a cucumber, gin, and tonic. Um, This one is also very simple, so you can't mess it up. Um, And so the recipe for this is one and a half ounces of Seneca Drums gin. Seneca Drums is a local distillery here in upstate New York. So if there's another local distillery near you or your wedding destination, this would be a great opportunity to incorporate a local flavor into your drink. Then you add two-thirds cup of tonic water, one cucumber slice, and then a tablespoon of lime juice. And that's it. Both of these were a hit at the wedding, and they were perfect for late spring and early summer when it's just starting to get warm. They're also very refreshing with the cherry and the mint in the tart cherry smash and in the cucumber gin and tonic. Um, Okay, so that is for spring. And now on to summer. For summer, nothing screams summer to me more than bubbles and fruit. So the two drinks that we have for summer are definitely crowd pleasers and often at my events, and they are the Aperol Spritz and a Paloma. So first, the Aperol Spritz. So originally from the shores of Italy, the Aperol Spritz is best served chilled and is an also an amazing palate cleanser for between meals or also between all of those cocktail hors d'oeuvres um, during cocktail hour. I always find this drink incredibly refreshing refreshing. And the club soda definitely offers some bubbly dilution to what tends to be a more of a bitter drink because of the Aperol. So inside the classic Aperol spritz, we have three ounces of Aperol, three ounces of Prosecco. Usually I prefer a dry Prosecco, but whatever your choice is, a splash of club soda, and then a slice of orange. And that's it. Also, anything with Prosecco makes me happy. So that's always a great cocktail for weddings because, you know, lots of people are enjoying champagne because they're celebrating you. This is also a nice light drink that's great for quenching your thirst on a hot day um, because it's on the lighter side. So that's also great for, for summer. The second drink we have is the Paloma, and this is also a super easy yet scrumptious drink that is a tequila lover's dream. If I had to pick one liquor, I'd probably have to say that tequila is one of my favorites because it's in so many of the drinks that I love, and it's just, they're usually so refreshing because there's lime and there's fruit, so I just love anything with tequila usually. Also, there's just something about a salt rim and a squirt of fresh grape juice that I just feel like makes me feel like I'm on vacation. Plus, I love the color of the Paloma. It's fun and vibrant and has like this pinkish orangey tone um, from the grapefruit, which is also very, very pretty. So if you're doing like any watercolors or pictures of your drinks, this is also a nice one because it has a nice color to it. Um, You can also make this one a little bit stronger if you want or kind of dilute it if you want as well. So in the Paloma, you have a quarter cup of fresh grapefruit juice, one tablespoon of fresh lime juice, one teaspoon of sugar, 
A quarter cup of mezcal or tequila. I prefer tequila because mezcal is a little bit on the bitter side for me, but there's obviously mezcal lovers out there. A quarter cup of club soda and then one grapefruit wedge as a garnish. Like I said, you can go heavier on the tequila or the club soda, depending on how strong you want it. But this is definitely a crowd pleaser and it just goes down really easily um, and everyone loves it as well. Up next, we have fall. So with fall, you can go in a lot of different directions with fall because of the season. We, of course, have our basic PSL drinkers out there, but we also have apple picking here in upstate New York. And of course, we have pumpkin. So there's lots of directions that you could take with your fall signature cocktails. And for fall, the wedding that jumps out to me the most or the fastest for seasonal fall drinks was Amanda and Tim's wedding, which is at the Country Club of Rochester. Amanda loved pumpkin spice lattes. So for their wedding, we served spiked pumpkin spice lattes. And we had them in these cute little coffee cups that were all labeled with each guest's name and then their table number. Then later on after dinner, they got to enjoy their spiked PSL as part of their dessert or while they were on the dance floor. I probably would not have been drinking them because I'm super um, sensitive to caffeine, but everybody else loved them. So in the spiked pumpkin spice latte, we have eight ounces of strong brewed coffee, half an ounce of vanilla vodka, half an ounce of cinnamon vodka, um, pumpkin creamer to taste, and then whipped cream and cinnamon for topping. And it's so cute, so pretty. Um, and also obviously like great for all those people that love um, pumpkin spice lattes. And so my second recipe for fall, um, which I recently tried at a tasting and that will be that we will be serving at a wedding this coming October, is this easy bourbon apple cider cocktail. Again, what's more fall than pumpkins and apple cider? As long as you're 21, right? Or over 21, because I'm definitely way over 21. But anyways, I like this drink because I do sometimes drink bourbon, but I think I had a little too much Jack Daniels one night when I was in college, so then I just stopped drinking bourbon. But um, even though I'm not a big bourbon drinker now, I really, really like this drink and it goes down really smoothly. I think because the apple kind of balances the bourbon. But as I mentioned, of course, apples are in season in fall um, in upstate New York. So the, the flavor obviously just makes it even better if you use local apple cider. But um, for our bourbon apple cider cocktail, the ingredients are three ounces of apple cider, two ounces of bourbon, half a teaspoon of lemon juice, two ounces of ginger beer or ginger ale, and then an apple slice, thyme sprig, and a cinnamon stick for garnish. So for the wedding that we're doing, the couple is going to provide all of the cinnamon sticks as the garnish for this cocktail. It's going to be so, so delicious and also really cute. It's a really pretty drink also. Okay, so that's fall. Now we have winter. And winter obviously has a lot of things going for it because you've got cranberries, Thanksgiving, eggnog, so many things. Um, But the first drink we have for winter is called the Krampus, which I don't know if any of you guys have heard of the Krampus or who Krampus is. The Krampus is named after a mythical creature that originated in Central European popular legend. He is a half-goat, half-demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. He is, according to this source that I found, he is the devilish companion of St. Nicholas, and the Krampus name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. It's spelled K-R-A-M-P-U-S. Anyways, 
I first had this drink many years ago at a holiday cocktail party, and it was so good and also very easy to drink. It just goes down really, really smoothly. So anyways, it's basically a peach bourbon cocktail. So to make the Krampus, or you could rename it another drink, um, something that you know is relevant to you guys' story, you need one ounce of peach schnapps, two ounces of bourbon, one and a half ounces of fresh squeezed orange juice um, from one orange or or a no sugar added juice that you purchase, um, ice for serving, like clear ice, and then a garnish such as a fresh peach slice or a fresh mint sprig. Again, guys, these go down so easily. You can also make these into a punch um, and it's so, so smooth. Um, also delicious. Okay, so the next one is definitely made for keeping your guests up late on the dance floor again. We served these at a rehearsal dinner and I, I could not believe how many they drank. I think they like broke their espresso machine at this at the venue where we were. Anyways, it is a spiked espresso martini. Um, and to make this, you will need one and a half ounces of vodka half an ounce of chocolate liqueur, one ounce of cold brew, half an ounce of Kahlua, a quarter of an ounce of simple syrup, half an ounce of vanilla de Madagascar, two dashes of chocolate bitters, and then garnish with some coffee beans. Again, this is more of a a heavier drink. Actually, to me, it's heavy, but people love this drink. Um, Obviously, because you've got like the Kahlua and the simple syrup and the chocolate liqueur and the vodka, but Super delicious for all of our coffee lovers out there. So also very, very um, fun for the holidays. Okay, so now that we've gone through all of our cocktails, I'm going to start to wrap up our episode. Uh, Do I think you have to do signature cocktails? No, of course not. Are they a fun way to add some personality to your day without costing you a lot extra? Definitely. Later this month, I have a couple that is getting married. We're getting married. They're getting married at the end of May and they have three pets and they all have different personalities. So the couple chose to have three signature drinks, each named after each dog. So we have the Tucker, which is basically a maker's mark, old fashioned, very straightforward. We have the Luann, which is a spicy margarita. And then we have the Roxy, which is basically a hurricane because the dog is kind of crazy and all over the place and they love her. So they're, they're making a hurricane for her. So as you all know, I love infusing fun details about you and your story into the wedding and signature cocktails are a great way to do it. Plus, all you have to do is taste some fun cocktails and then give the recipe to the caterer or whoever is managing the bar and then they'll take care of it. Just make sure that you pick recipes that are a little on the simpler side and don't take a million ingredients because that will one, make it more expensive, two, cause it to take a lot longer to make and then no one wants a long line at the bar. And that's it for today's episode. For the episode show notes and recipes, go to verveventco.com forward slash 65. Again, verveventco.com forward slash 65. If you have any follow-up questions regarding signature cocktails or food and beverage in general, make sure you leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then include your question in the review. I read every single one and I will, of course, answer your question in a future episode. Um, Also, don't forget to include your Instagram handle in your review so I can give you a shout out and follow you back. Of course, if there are specific guests that you would love to have me interview for the show, let me know in your review as well. Speaking of reviews, 
We got several new reviews this week and I wanted to share with them you guys today, at least one of them. I was so excited when I saw that we had uh, several new reviews this week and I got I, I like basically like called up to my husband. I was like, we got new reviews and I like read them to him, all of them. Um, and it just means the world to me that you guys are taking time to review these, my podcasts. And we are almost to 20,000 downloads for the podcast, which is awesome for a little podcast like ours. So I cannot thank you all enough for subscribing and tuning in each week. I'm also sad that like the season two is like dwindling or wrapping up, but we have another episode, maybe one more. We'll see. We'll see how long Jason's episode goes. But for today's review of the week, this review comes from Mad C. Palmer, and she writes, so helpful and easing my mother's mind. Five stars. This podcast is my favorite to listen to while planning my September wedding. Yay! Episode 64 was perfect to help my mother understand why it was so important for us to hire a planner. So that's the one I just did about like basically a behind the scenes of my life on wedding day. It really put her mind at ease so she can also enjoy the day with us instead of taking charge herself. Thank you so much for this episode. Exclamation point. Cheers. And she included these little champagne toasting emojis. Yay, my favorite. I am so glad that the episode was helpful for you. Um, I completely agree. Like That's one of the things that I think is so important about your wedding day and why I love what I do is because I want you guys to be able to enjoy the day, to relax, to be able to spend time with your friends and family and not have to worry about is the cake coming out or like do we have everybody here for the photos and all that kind of stuff so i'm so glad that the episode was helpful for you um mac or mad c palmer okay speaking of helping plan your wedding i only a phone call away so if you want extra help planning your wedding, you can set up a 90-minute clarity call with me at verveventco.com forward slash clarity, and we can talk through a specific issue or question you have. This is also a good opportunity if your wedding is around the corner because the call is great for making you... making sure you're not forgetting anything, anything major. So we kind of put together a list of like, these are your priorities of things you need to do in the next coming months um, so that you're not feeling like, crap, is there something else that we're supposed to be doing? I don't really know. Uh, It's also really helpful in tackling your growing to-do list and helping you focus on the key items. Of course, if you are excited to plan your wedding on your own, you can always check out the wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. And if there's something that you guys are looking for that's not in the shop, please let me know. I love creating new resources that you all want and that will help you. That is all for today's episode 65. Again, you can find the show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 65. In episode 66, I will be interviewing Jason Tardick, yay, finally, where we dive into the financial logistics and taboos of organizing and planning a wedding. So make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss it. Thank you all again so much for joining me today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I have this thing where I, in the morning, I write in my, it's like a gratitude journal. And in the morning, I write, you know, what I'm grateful for. And then at the end of the day, I write like three things that I am grateful for, how I made a positive impact. So I will definitely be writing about my listeners and how I'm grateful for all of you in it and the reviews that are received this week. So thank you all so much. I hope you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 
so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you. 